It's just kind of cheap. Uh, Karen, Catherine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about me going. It's just kind of cheap when you know while you've been sitting up, while you've been setting up, I've been sitting in the lounge room like laughing at fart videos. <laughs> I'm much too sophisticated for this. <laughs> traditional owners of the land on which we are recording and pay respect to the elders past and present of the Yagura and Turrbal people, sovereignty was never ceded. And this is Online Mole Patrol, ready for a stroll down internet memory lane. I'm Hacklock, a visual artist and chronically online older millennial. I'm Brian Butts, and I have one rule. And that's if you open the freezer, please refill the ice cube tray. <laughs> no. <laughs> I told I never will. I told a housemate that one time. Yeah. And she got really stressed out about it and felt really bad at the like, Oh, she, she was, did think it was she, the only yeah. rule. <laughs> well, I I mean, it was my only rule. Don't generally try to make anybody do anything when I share house with them. You're not really an enforcer of rules. No. But I, I do like having eyes. But oh, she was really worried about it. It was very sweet. <laughs> She was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't the <laughs> Wow, you're living in fear. I guess I do have another rule, which is... Um, Live in fear of me? Pay your rent. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. No, yeah. That is uh, that is an enforceable rule. Mm. Okay, so today yeah. I have a story. Okay, great, good. And uh, first of all, were you a Tumblr person? Uh... I'm still a Tumblr person. Okay. So you might already be familiar with the story, but I'm going to unravel it anyway. I'm not sure if you're aware that, like, um, the secret ingredient to my Facebook is everything I stole from Tumblr. I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So time for some Tumblr drama. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone who I know is at home listening to this and is getting excited for me to talk about the Tumblr convention. I'm not going to. We're right. saving that for another day. Uh, that is a ripe berry, and I promise we will pick it, but not today. Right after it goes rotten. This one concerns a particular Tumblr user known as Sixpence, or okay. Sixpence E, because it is spelt S I X P E N C E E E. Sixpence. Yeah, Sixpence E. So six I'm just going to say Sixpence. Um, so Sixpence set up her main blog in July of 2013, yep. but also spawned a bunch of other side blogs, smaller blogs that were related. The main site, um, was all posting about horror and the supernatural. Okay. So lots of like creepy imagery, uh, spooky stories, copy pastas, dark artwork, that kind of thing. Yes. The description at the top of the site 
uh, says, welcome to Sixpence E. <laughs> yeah. You'll find interesting content that ranges a wide variety of topics, but our specialty is in creepy, bizarre, horror, paranormal, and science. Fine. Mm-hmm. Just... Let your Tumblr speak for itself, bro. Okay. Stop trying so hard. <laughs> uh, so the Tumblr got really popular, mm-hmm. like really popular. Uh, very active. They did about seven to ten posts a day. Yep. Uh, some of the posts would get hundreds of thousands of notes. A couple, yep. some of them got millions of notes. Wow. Uh, so things would travel very hard, far. And if you aren't a Tumblr person, notes are like, reposts and comments and replies and all of that stuff gets counted as a note. So interactions, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the background image at the top of the, at the top of the blog, the top of the Tumblr is in a Stranger Things font and it says, that's some sixpence shit. Okay. So that was a bit of a tagline that they would tag things with but also other people would sometimes tag things with oh is this ringing some bells no there's i know some people who do that to me tag stuff as sixpence shit there's like a no there's like hashtag things i thought brian all posted ah so it would sort of attract her attention as well as just you know yeah becoming part of the tumblr echelon and it's worth keeping in mind during all the, the stuff I'm about to tell you about uh, that her Tumblr is monetized. There is advertising on there. So there is revenue coming in from this site. Got it. Okay. All right. So one of the first things that started to cause upset about Sixpence's Tumblr was how often she posted things without attribution. <laughs> okay. Like not naming the source, cropping off the artist signatures, not naming authors of text posts and and stories and things, it's a shitty thing to do. Yep. Like you're cutting off. Like if it's a if it's an artist whose name you're cutting off, you're cu- cutting off a revenue stream for that artist, a potential yes. customer, a potential follower. Like it's it's very selfish and it's also just a shitty thing to do. So lots of that. But then that. There's a bit of grey areas there where people can be like, oh, well, I found it and it didn't have attribution already, so I didn't couldn't find who made it original. Like, you could fumble around and be like, eh, I wasn't sure. But there was also a lot of stealing of content that went on that was much more direct, no kind of grey areas there, like taking somebody's story and just copying it and pasting it into a new Tumblr post so that there is no way to get from that post back to its origin? It's really dumb, I think, because I think that most users of platforms like this understand that, you know, quite popular blogs are really just in in the main curating content. Like nobody's yeah. under the impression that this is original content that you've created. And I think that people do value the the position of the curator. Yeah. Like people are going to your blog because they trust your taste. Yes. So just attribute the stuff. Yeah. Like, you're not losing anything. Except that she was trying to create uh, the impression that a lot of this stuff was her own work. Uh, well, that's foolish. Yes. Like, co- copying and pasting stories, like, that's, like, you know, you're going to be able to – people are going to see it and see that that's the first post and think that you wrote it. Yeah. Fart noise. When the people who made the stuff in the first place would get in contact with her and ask her to take her work down or please attribute it, she would block them. 
Rude. Yeah. So she was aware that what she was doing was stealing and she would ignore people. She would block people who did like public posts about it. Um, she would also brigade them. So if people were like, hey, Sixpence stole my artwork, she would get her followers to kind of attack that Tumblr and say, no, she didn't. <sighs> yeah. So she would use the power of having that big following to quash, uh, yeah, dissent, I guess. Just have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can just not. Yeah. Yeah, you could. People would, like, specifically block her from following them and then they would see that their content was still being stolen. So she must be typing in the direct URL, going to that site, taking the information rather than following the accounts. Because that's a thing that you can do on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of steps involved in that. That's really calculated, premeditated yes. taking other stuff's, other people's work. And she was pretty unrepentant, you know, if people complained, because you could leave little comments and ask on Tumblr, she would block people or she would give really snarky replies. So. What's the demographics? What's, like, age, sex, location on this person? Um, They live in, well, actually, I'm not sure exactly where they live. Okay, we will get into that. Okay. Because there's some moving around. Um, They are. Oh, they are college-aged student because in my head i'm like oh is she 23 because everybody's shit when they're 23 she could be 23 i think she's younger than 23 but she's oh, probably more like shitter. 21 she's a college age student okay she's studying neuroscience <laughs> i wonder what she's doing right now <laughs> oh this was also another really deliberate stealing this is a little one but uh she sold shirts and the artwork on it, she's just stolen from an artist. <laughs> what a cunt. And so people had to report to the print-on-demand service that she used and say, this is not her work, and then it got taken down. Um, oh, so that's her internet crime, number one, is <laughs> stealing stuff, stealing content and making money off it. And whether that's directly from the Tumblr or from selling shirts and shit, not, not the most ethical person. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number one. And that's a real pet peeve of mine, so I just just don't fucking steal people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the next internet crime is problematic. <laughs> Ooh. So one of the way her posts would be probo was a kind of using mental illness as entertainment. Like reframing stories of mental illness as horror stories and also um, characterising people with mental illness as monsters and baddies and serial killers and stuff. She would have a lot of posts that were just like pictures drawn by people who have schizophrenia. Um, uh, lots of spooky stories where the plot is just person has schizophrenia uh, and they're a serial killer. You know, I'm cracking a bit of a hundred yard stare here. We know mm. if she's studying, she should know that people with like diagnosed mental health disorders are so much more likely to be victimized yes. than to be perpetrators of violence. Yes. And she's not helping <laughs> with the PR. Absolutely not. Yeah. Much more likely to be a victim. 
it create it adds to the stigma of people with mental illness being something to be feared. And yeah. I know she had a she has a horror blog or horror Tumblr, but you're making people's lives harder um, by continually reinforcing that stereotype. And horror is actually so much more interesting than just going, oh, well, horror is being afraid of yeah. mentally ill people. Like, there's so much more yes. to go into there. Yeah, it's very surface level, really. It's easy and shitty. <laughs> and everything else beyond that is so much more interesting. Mm. Yes. In many ways, mental illness is pretty mundane. Yeah, because oh. everybody's fucked. <laughs> Everybody's fucked. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so how to get that job? <laughs> how to get that job? So I also have a bunch of other examples, um, and I gather there's more. Uh, they've been taken down, uh, and these were collated by a Tumblr called Meme Documentation. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So I'm just going to use their summaries of each of these posts. Um, But this is more um, using mental illness as entertainment kind of stuff. So this post was called The Case of Margaret Schilling, and it's a post about a woman in a psychiatric hospital who died after getting lost in the building and her body wasn't found for many weeks. There is a short paragraph at the end about how the hospital is apparently haunted by Margaret now, but the majority of the post focuses on her being mentally ill and the suffering she must have felt being lost and dying of cold and exposure. There's also a picture of the stain her decomposing body left, so beware of that. She tagged the post paranormal. Uh, (laughs) It's pretty distasteful. Uh, This one is the one that probably makes me the angriest the mentally ill man who cured himself with a gun oh good fuck that is the name of this post Ew. so it's a post about a man with serious ocd who tries to kill himself by shooting himself in the head resulting in brain damage that cured his ocd the photo is of a man with a gun to his head um and she tagged that post science get absolutely proper fucked yeah fuck you too and that there's a post that's still on her site is she do do we know when when she's this person running this blog do we know if she has an intention to i guess if it's neuroscience her intention is to go into research rather than to be a clinician right probably yeah well thank fuck for that (laughs) small mercies Mm. Um, there was one titled Short Creepy Story, and it's a story stolen from Reddit, where (laughs) the creepy event is a schizophrenic woman acting strangely because of her hallucinations. That's it. Dude's mum is schizophrenic, and he goes upstairs to find her in the bathtub thinking that her daughter named Ariel is a mermaid and she has drowned her. It seems like a, like maybe a more naive perspective than she's planning to put across in a way because if she's deeper into study or practice tied up with the subject matter that she's concerned with Mm. it's it's like none of this stuff is going to be spooky anymore it's just going to be every day yeah like if you're somebody who works in mental health space this kind of stuff is just going to end up routine like there's yeah there's like another layer of fuckwittery here like yeah I guess we don't know on yourself. how far she is into her studies when she's doing this, but also how far she continues. Like, I don't know if she ever finished studying, um, if she only did 
neuroscience for a year and then went into something else. I don't actually know the specifics of her education beyond that. But I do know neuroscience is involved somewhere cool. in her study um, because she kind of uses that for some for some justifications yeah, sure. for things. Yeah, of course. Um, what's another one here? The Child Star, which is a story from Reddit, which focuses on children being sexually abused and not understanding what's going on, and the police interviews with one of the grown-up children who is now clearly suffering from mental illness thanks to the trauma. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's one called The Suicide Orphan, which is a story from Reddit, which focuses on an orphan that drives people insane and results in them committing suicide. And I know that this isn't the only example where Sixpence posts things that use suicide as the main element of a horror story, which is exploitative. And also I personally think it's inappropriate to use something that comes as a result of serious suffering and imply that it's creepy ghosts that did it. That's the summary this person has put. It's just kind of cheap. Uh, Karen, Catherine... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about me going, it's just kind of cheap when, you know, while you've been setting up, while you've been setting up, I've been sitting in the lounge room, like, laughing at fart videos <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I'm much too sophisticated for this. <laughs> um, I think once you hit, like, maximum sophistication, you just come back around again and you're like, well... I'm so smart and interesting and cool that I can indulge in farts now. Normal brain, farts. <laughs> Expanded brain, farts are lame. Exploding brain, farts. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Farts are not problematic. <laughs> That's my favourite thing about farts. Everybody farts. Let me name a couple more of these. I don't know if I'll include more internet crimes. More, more of her stories that are just bad. This one's called Chinese Water Torture. Oh, God. And it's a post about the torture method that drives victims to extreme stress-related mental instability and is here both because of that and because of the fact that it's tagged creepy. <laughs> yeah, torture's so creepy. Creepy. Yeah, okay. The others are just like the, the only reason they're there is because a schizophrenic person made the artwork. So it's just the association with a schizophrenic person that makes it creepy. I mean, I would be quite interested to look at artworks done by people with schizophrenia diagnoses, I suppose. Would you put them on a blog and label them all creepy? Uh, no. Hmm. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, there's interest, and people with schizophrenia can make interesting art. There's yep. nothing just to say that their art is less valid or that, you know, the stuff that they d did that maybe was more disturbing um, because of their schizophrenia still isn't interesting it's just that there's a there's a pattern here of using mental illness as something to gawk at it's very yeah. like like a victorian era freak show yeah. style thing which is continued through to she also posts pictures of people with disabilities with birth defects um with deformities and tags them things like creepy and science so that is very directly no. the freak show. Yeah. I'm putting inverted commas here. Yeah. Um, Cracking out the air quotes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It feels very exploitative. Yeah. And she's making money off all these posts. Ew. I forgot about that part. Ew. Mm. She does at one point um, address the fact that people have started calling her ableist. <laughs> 
So somebody asked her, what are your thoughts on the entire ableism thing? And she replied, to be honest, before Tumblr, I didn't even know what that word meant. Then one day someone pointed it out to me and how some horror films have a tendency to portray the mentally ill or disfigured as scary and as people to be afraid of. And I completely agree that should be stopped. I deleted stories that did that and avoid posting stories or topics that do that. If you see a post floating around that does that, then honestly, just let me know and I'll be happy to remove it. I try not to use the words crazy or insane because I know that can be offensive. Feel free to tell me to edit around words on old posts or even new ones to avoid this mistake. Um, but it, if it's tagged science, if I talk about schizophrenia in terms of brain scans or hormone levels, if I post a medical anomaly and talk about the genetic factor that may have led to the excessive muscle growth and you still think that's ableist, then buddy, I don't know what to tell you. So after that post, she does continue to use the words crazy and insane and post exactly the same kind of shit that she was posting before. There's, there's like a broader level. There's like a meta level that I think she's failing to engage with. Mm. Just because you apply a veneer of science talk doesn't mean that you're still feeding into a really problematic dynamic. Yeah. You're presenting the, all, of, all of the content. But also, like, science has a history of being particularly problematic. Like, you don't get to just, yeah. you know... You're not jettisoning straight out of yeah. the territory of criticism by saying, oh, but science. Like, yeah. that, that's not. And also, like, a lot of the science that she would put on posts, a lot of it was factually incorrect. <laughs> Phrenology. It was a lot like the Facebook posts that are like, I heart science. And they post stuff that's just completely wrong, that they've just copied yeah. it from somewhere else without actually looking into it. And they're just repeating a, a lie or repeating a false, you know, yeah. interpretation or whatever. Yeah. So lots – and, like, people who would point out that there was – that these things were wrong, they would just get blocked. Uh. <laughs> uh, okay. So that's that's that internet crime. Time for another one. <laughs> More internet crimes. So we've got stealing content. Yeah. Problematic. And now we have in 2017 – Sixpence starts up a side Tumblr project she calls Sixpence Heals, where you, a mentally ill person, can hire Sixpence as essentially a therapist for $30 a month. What the actual fucking fuck? Okay, so this is the introduction post. Introducing Sixpence Heals. So I noticed how unhappiness can really plague us. Sometimes life throws so many curveballs at us, it prevents us from being happy and free-spirited. I really want to reach out and help people break free of certain negative patterns in their lives. So I've created Sixpence Heals. I am an extremely intuitive and empathetic individual. I will never judge or disclose any of your problems to anyone. I will help you transcend confusion and self-limiting beliefs so that you can be the best version of yourself. Here's how it works. You shoot me an email saying you'd like to participate in the Sixpence Heals program. Please include six pent heels in the title line. I'll send you a short survey that you can fill out that will let me know more about you and it'll help me pick up patterns and habits that may not be so clear to you. You will type up all your major slash minor doubts, anything at all that you want clarity on in the present time. I will take out I will take I will take time to write an individualized and personal report that will really help and guide you. I will include resources if needed. I will also keep in touch with you and follow up with you. I will do my best to help you with the cards that you've been dealt. Some regulations. 
The pricing is $30 per person. I will only be taking 10 to 15 people a month because I will be really spending a lot of time on each person's report and it's first come first serve basis. This is not in any way a substitution for mental health or medical treatment. This is incredibly arrogant. Mm. So (laughs) she immediately got some criticism. Uh, One post in response pointed out two particular issues taking advantage of desperate people who may not be able to afford therapy and who would then uh, look to help from a horror blogger, it's definitely exploitation. Yep. Secondly, you have no qualifications for this paid therapy and it's potentially dangerous for someone unqualified to be handing out mental health advice in this way. Uh, Because once you add money into it, it adds this level of... Um, uh, gravity, gravitas oh to God. your words. This is like coaching. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, there's that whole online coaching thing. I don't know. I don't yeah. engage with it too much because I'm like, oh. Yeah. Coaching, I guess, tends to be uh, a lot of the coaching stuff you see, like on Instagram and all that stuff. It tends to be more like uh, focused on a particular area of your life. Like, I'm going to help you with your career goals. I'm going to help you with your relationship. Like, this isn't like, I'm going to help you with your negative thought patterns. Yeah, like, at the very least, when I see people positioning themselves as coaches, Mm -hmm. it's about... Yeah, it's sort of like a positive frame on the thing. Yeah. But it's not like this sounds like this person is looking to recruit people who identify that there's some kind of deficiency Mm. in their life, which is arguably uh, probably within the remit of stuff that needs therapy. Mm. So like you say. So something else this guy points out is it would be different if this was a free thing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, where if you say I'm providing an ear for people who need to talk, that's completely different to sort of bringing money in um, and a system to it that implies some kind of like authority or gravitas or expertise that she just doesn't have. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, and also probably legally would be dodgy because you're charging, then that means you're kind of practising as a therapist without a qualification. I mean, I'm not sure if she is. Mm. So I'm not sure what she's doing. She I'm has... Sure the pl- like the plan is that she's putting together for people. She's also... It sort of sounds like she's putting some effort into avoiding sounding like she's doing that. And she does have a history of posting um, like little thoughts that obviously come from some of her neuroscience study about how... Um, Oh, hang on. Where was it? I did write this down. Um, That she's a theory that antidepressants suck because the chemical imbalance theory is wrong and you instead need to just rewire your brain differently, mind over matter. I mean, there's lots of valid criticisms of chemical imbalance theory. Um, But if what you're going to go to is like neuroplasticity stuff, she's not the one to do it. No, don't. Like maybe a therapist shouldn't do that. Yes. Yeah. There, there are definitely like a lot of studies being done that think that maybe the chemical imbalance theory is wrong. There are other ideas to explore, 
but maybe don't think that you can yeah, do you it via a blog. Crack it open, yeah. yeah. And luckily the backlash was pretty dramatic and quick. <laughs> So the project never really got off the ground. All right. Um, so it was just kind of a scammy idea that didn't really go anywhere, Ew. luckily. But Ew. it did become a bit of a meme. Like, people started repeating stuff about Sixpence Heels a lot across Tumblr. It became <laughs> okay. a bit of a punchline. Now, that's that's the next crime. Now it's time for the climax. Oh. Time for the ultimate crime. What could be worse than exploiting vulnerable, mentally ill people Deriving ad revenue off pictures of birth defects and stealing content. Okay, ready for it? Child slave. What? <laughs> Child slave. Did she get an intern? Okay. So Sixpence responds to a question sent Sorry, into I'm a blog. Sorry, just thinking about all the child slaves I've had. <laughs> um, so Sixpence responds to a question sent into the blog and it says, uh, did you... Uh. I feel like I should be clear that I used to work for a community centre and we had volunteers, <laughs> student volunteers. Uh, yes, you should probably qualify at, then. At the charitable enterprise. <laughs> the question asks, did you ever post about the children that worked at your family's home when oh. you were away? Maybe I missed that post. Oh. So she replies, in South, well, there's a lot of reply, but within the reply, once she gets into it, she says, in South Asian countries, what happens is that poorer families usually lend their child to richer families once the child has reached a certain age, such as 12 or 13. The child does basic housework, such as make the bed, do some cooking, dust furniture, sweep the floors. In return, the poorer families get paid and the child is free to leave at any time and can visit their family whenever they want to. Do you remember that there was like an online drama that I recall which was somebody had put together quite a lengthy kind of personal memoir, think piece to do with. Yes. Yeah. Like Realising that their family had a kept slave. a slave. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. It was devastating read. I should dig that up and put it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Um, yeah, because this is a similar cultural situation. I think even that person still copped some heat because maybe they hadn't gone far enough in terms of their, <laughs> their like, insight or their yeah. level of criticism around the, the scenario. The feeling was that they'd let themselves self off a little lightly mm. about it all. Yes, well, you're definitely going to see that here. Well, saying things like, you know, they could have left at any time but they chose to stay and it's like, no. That's in the air. Maybe that's not really the case. Like... You're trapped in a cycle there. So this is from another post uh, talking about the situation. Uh, I talked to the girl that worked in my uncle's house. Her name was Priya and she was the sweetest little thing. When I asked her how she felt about working at my uncle's house, she was, to my surprise, very ecstatic about it. She enjoyed working there and she had enough to eat every day and enjoyed pleasures such as air conditioning, indoor plumbing and much more. She said it beats working in a factory where many children are injured daily and work in poor conditions. If you're wondering about education and why she isn't in school, after grade five, education isn't free anymore. It costs lots of money and many families don't have that. So she sort of did a bit of a, we got a slave, but it's okay. It's pretty normal. Well, her family lives in Bangladesh and she was visiting them on a vacation. So I'm not sure where she lives, but her family is in Bangladesh. <sighs> Um, yeah, 
And I have also seen that a lot of people mention that her family is white, but I've also seen that disputed. So I'm not sure if this rich family with the slave are white people or not, but that is possible. Not that it makes anything worse or better. I just, I think that's... I don't really know too much about, like, the cultural history of Bangladesh, so... Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's some sort of, like, Anglo-Bangladeshi thing that arises out of colonisation or Mm. something like that. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't... don't, I'm very unaware as well. So, in response, a lot of other people from from the area, from India and from Bangladesh... Uh, responded and said, although this used to be common with very rich families, um, the rich families could still send those children to school. Um, (laughs) And your family chooses not to. Yes. (laughs) Um, And that it isn't common now. And also it's very illegal. (laughs) Especially in India it is. Not too sure about how illegal it is in Bangladesh, but it's very illegal in India even though it does still happen. I don't know anything about this. I'm a white Australian. I've never been to either of these places, so I'm relying on the replies here to give the context. Um, And she does uh, state in one of her replies that her family's child slave is eight years old, which is a lot younger than grade five. Yeah, Yeah, she would be in grade two. So the school is free at that point if that was the issue, but that child is not going to school, cleaning their house. So people started, uh, obviously, going, uh, child slavery is never okay. Like, there is no justification <laughs> for child slavery. It's not okay. And so she... Yeah, are we uh, moral relativism? Isn't everybody in agreement now that slavery is bad? <laughs> is that common ground that everybody can come to now? I think it is, unless oh. you happen to live in a family that has a slave. And don't we get into definitional strife about what exactly constitutes slave now? Is that is that like the, oh, yeah. the thing that like, yeah yeah. Uh, um, uh. yeah I have a human labor a human laborer, <laughs> not a slave, an yeah. unpaid human laborer. The market wants what the market wants, baby. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so people started criticizing her, and she's not good with that. She likes to brigade people and block them and so on. But she was getting getting a bit of heat. Uh, so she started replying to to some of them, and this is an example of one of her replies. Do you have any reading comprehension skills? I came to this country for a vacation to visit my family, and I am witnessing these acts. I do not condone child labour. I did not hire this child to work for me, and me personally, I didn't do this. But my uncle, other families, yes, they have been hiring these children because here in Bangladesh, this is a popular practice. Now, of course, it isn't right. Of course, I am against it. Of course, I am documenting everything to bring justice. <laughs> See you in the hay. <laughs> uh, and she responds to a lot of other ones in a sort of similar, very angry, um, snarky tone. But more important than her just being rude and that obviously pissing people off because, you know, it's Tumblr. There's a lot of defense of her family and an implication that people are being racist um, by... Um, their attitudes towards this as a cultural practice. That also gets some pretty negative responses from the Tumble crowd. Got my head in my hands. <laughs> uh, so one thing she does to raise to, to help the situation is she starts selling shirts to help raise awareness against human trafficking. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. She adds a shirt design to her shirt store. Does she steal the art? I on the shirt. Don't know. 
but she sure wasn't donating money from the sale of those shirts to any organisations until people demanded that she do so. Yeah. So after a while, she just stops responding. This is a fucking train wreck. Oh, I know. Uh, so she, after a while, she stops responding to people uh, talking about this, talking about any of her problematic behaviours. She just ignores them and blocks them. And the heat kind of dies down. And she just went back to kind of being ableist and stealing content. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of her followers just missed the whole thing. Like if they weren't paying close attention... Uh, if they weren't following the uh, like other accounts that were taking screenshots and stuff, they may have just missed it and just been like, oh, there's that horror blog again in amongst all my other blogs. Hi. Um, so the site has just continued. Um, I gather Sixpence isn't the only person behind it anymore. There's now like a team of people that run it. She's still involved, but it's sort of less a personal project. Uh, still gets thousands of notes, still gets ad revenue. Uh, no idea if the family still has child slaves, probably. Um, and obviously she's not personally responsible for her family in another country having a slave, but she sure did defend them. Yeah. Um, and she has continued to do a lot of the awful shit that people were calling her on in the first place. Um, you know, like stealing content and using photos of people's birth defects to raise ad revenue, you know? Oh. So it's just a bad person with a shitty blog. Yeah, cool. But with a huge following, and it continues on to this day, so it's just a little bit of Tumblr insight, a little Tumblr drama. The thing that always enrages me about Tumblr is that you can't see how many people are following particular blogs. Maybe you can now. I think... There were, I think there used to be widgets yeah. that people could put on a Tumblr blog so that you could see, but it wasn't necessarily popular for people to do so. It was more every now and then somebody's, somebody would get like an anon saying like, oh, how many yeah. followers do you have? I was just checking if Social Blade, you can look at Social Blade to look up like YouTube followers and stuff for okay. other people's accounts, but it doesn't have Tumblr in there, so you can't check so we don't know. You just see how much interaction a post gets, I guess, is your yeah, only guide. Yeah, And, like, how many inboxes people get. Yeah. So I got a lot of the information about this from a from, from a few different sources, but there is a blog. I keep saying blog instead of Tumblr. There is a Tumblr set up called Sixpence Harms that has a lot of screenshots from a lot of oh, this stuff wow. going down because uh, they – that was their response to Sixpence Heels, Sixpence Harms. That's when you know you've really made it, when people are keeping receipts on you. Yeah. You know there was a hate Tumblr about me at some point? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how long it went on for, but um, I pissed some people off by... Oh, how did it start? It was someone boasting about not voting in Australia. Yeah. Like they hadn't... There'd been a local election... Yep. A state election, federal election, whatever, and this person was just like, uh, my vote doesn't count anyway kind of thing. Yeah. And I responded to it and I talked about how in Australia that's not the case, your vote is still very important, blah, blah, blah. And I used it as a little educational moment. But they a took it. moment. Yeah, they took it as a big personal attack and decided I was a bitch. Well, it is a big personal attack. They're an idiot. <laughs> voting and you told them so. And they felt bad. Yeah. So they set up a hidden Tumblr... <laughs> 
and they would repost any pictures that I put up there that contained me and then they would pick apart my appearance on there. And I know because they invited one of my friends to the secret blog and so they got to see all the posts. How old were you and how old were they? I don't know. This was like early Tumblr. How old's Tumblr? I don't know. I think I started like on Tumblr. I was on Tumblr about 2010. It was probably when I was about, I don't know, 25. I had a blog. I had like a, like a WordPress or a blogspot or something. Yeah. And um, somebody that I'm pretty sure that I know who it was, um, but that person would come to my blog spot and say shit like, that outfit doesn't look good on you and shit like that. <laughs> You're and your I'm, personal troll. Yeah. And I was like, in my head I was like, I know who this is. Yeah. And it, it just feels like a real, I don't know, maybe it's, easier now as like an older person looking back or something but I just feel sufficiently robust to see what that is and that that's that person handing over like a bunch of power to me yeah that's deep insecurity on their yeah on their end I think it was because they perceived like a rejection from me Mm. ah well I remember at the time because I was quite upset because you know yeah I was insecure yeah. I'm a lady in society. Um, and, yeah. And like a lot of the stuff that was being written about me was really hurtful. And it had nothing to do with voting. It was just, oh, we hate you personally now and we're going to pick apart everything you say and do and how dumb you are and how ugly you are and whatever. Like it was, it was hurtful. How dare you make me feel bad for not voting. But also that they were sort of inviting various people to this to this club to make fun of me. Oh, my God, you got online bullied. Yeah. And uh, I remember someone saying to me, you, you know, until someone hates you. <laughs> you haven't done anything worthwhile if you haven't pissed someone off. So you know who this person is? Yeah. Do they still exist in Brisbane? No, they've moved away. To Melbourne? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know where they are now. I just know at some point, like... Yeah, they moved to they moved to Melbourne. I'm not saying that every person who moves from Brisbane to Melbourne <laughs> is somebody who has like a fundamental um, like character or personality insufficiency that means that they need to move to Melbourne in order to like remake themselves or in order to you know like prop up their identity. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty of people where I feel like that's the reason that they moved to Melbourne from Brisbane. Are you saying all bitches move to Melbourne? Not all bitches move to Melbourne. <laughs> there's a subset of bitches who move to Melbourne because that's all they can figure out to do. And it's like, no, you're still just a dumb cunt in Melbourne. <laughs> and you're a dumb cunt in a much bigger pond. <laughs> yeah, like, if anything, move to, like, Adelaide or something. Yeah, then you make a big splash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, there's all the wineries. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Benfold isn't there anymore, though. I wasn't really into Benfold. I was, but I wouldn't have gone to Adelaide to stalk him. Well, uh, I'm not here to attack you. <laughs> I just want to make it clear. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop stalk Benfolds. I'm, wait, I just heard that you're not going to stop stalking Benfolds. <laughs> I'm not gonna stalk Benfolds. Benfolds, watch out, <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> So that's the whole sixpence story. Sweet. Short, sweet, yeah. shit. 
Yeah. I know we've done a lot of long ones lately. That's chill. You just moved house, you know, like you're allowed to give yourself a break. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I could fix myself another drink and then we could battle. Let's battle. Alexa. Battle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a meme that I've seen before um, that I quite like, which is knuckle tattoo generator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's so lo-fi. Like, I'll send it to you, but it's like the meme looks like that. Oh, wow. It's just chucking out it's rows like, of yeah. text. Yep. It's just like a shopping list. Of yeah. Them. Four letter words. Yeah. So knuckle tat <laughs> generator uses your birthday mm-hmm. to figure out your own personal knuckle tattoos. Oh. And so based on this, um, my knuckle tattoo is drug grin. <laughs> that seems appropriate. What's yours? Mine is dirt dogs. It's <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. So I thought that we could battle about best knuckle tattoos. Yes! And given that the result of the battle is <gasps> legally binding... Oh, no! I think it means that whatever wins, you have to get... Oh, my God. ...knuckle tattooed on. See, <laughs> I have always kind of wanted knuckle tats, but I'm very indecisive about what I would get because you there's only, so many possibilities. You only have, like, three sets of knuckles. But there's, like, the prime set. Yes. That's the that's the prime knuckle well, real estate. Well, let's just see how this pans out. <laughs> oh, and, God, um, I don't want to promise this. You're not promising anything. So should we just begin? Well... Do you, do you tell me some of the best knuckle tattoos you've seen? I do have a little list in my phone oh of my, ones that I... Of knuckle tattoos? Yeah. Oh, my God, read it. They aren't all ones I've seen. They are, um, some of them are just ideas. Let me see if I can find it. Yes. Oh, some of these are really lame. Um... Mm-hmm. Dick pics. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Love shack. Okay. <laughs> I support this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, my favorite. Free Wi-Fi. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, okay, like okay A Y. Yeah. Peen. <laughs> G'day, mate. Yeah, good. good. Um, oh, on brand. Yeah, that's Australia pretty good. Anna. Plot hole. Like it. Yeah, this is good. Flex tits. <laughs> Ladylike. Meh. Yeah. Free bird. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's it. That's all the good ones. Okay, cool. Good. Um, my favorite knuckle tattoo story. Oh, is... one last one. Oh, yeah, go. Uh, reference to a favorite movie. They live. Oh, my God. If we're getting favourite movies, I could get True Grit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A friend was friends with this guy and maybe his name was Wayno or something. You know when you you live in a share house with somebody who, like, works a shitty hospo job or something and they 
smoke bongs constantly out of like an ice break bottle and fall asleep on the couch with like the DVD menu or something yeah. running like that person. Yeah. And then that person that I lived with was friends with this other person whose name was like Wayno or something. <laughs> yep. And that guy was like homeless on purpose for like ideological or political reasons. Like, okay. Everybody's got a set of people that they know like this writer. Is this just me? Mm, define like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can remember doing like an assignment, finishing off an assignment to get my honors and spending like days on end sitting in the dining room with my laptop tapper 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 on mm -hmm. this assignment and this guy and some of his friends were just on like a multi-day bender of taking heaps of acid and smoking weed constantly but most of what they were doing was just nothing <laughs> on the couch yeah such, they were having a great time in their heads. Yeah, they sure were. Such that it was not disruptive to me at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm just in a shared space with them writing up this assignment, which was like psychological perspectives on attempts to reconcile the values of feminism and multiculturalism under law. That sounds like something that requires a lot of brain power. I got a good grade. I got my <laughs> honours. <laughs> well, these guys were tripping balls watching Buffy. Anyway... The guy who's, like, politically homeless mm. uh, did a lot of busking. And one time somebody said, I don't have any money to give you, but I can give you a tattoo. Uh-oh. What did he get? He got knuckle tattoos that said, thank you. So it said fan and Q. Q. <laughs> when they're broken up and it doesn't make sense unless you put it together <laughs> oh that was another one that I did uh, at a we had a had a party where we all just wrote knuckle tats on each other's Ooh, good hands yeah. and I had cash or card yeah cool oh did you have the or on the thumbs no I think I just cash had cash or, card cash card yeah yeah alright so it could be like I think I was working retail at the time. I okay, could be yeah, like, nice. hey, how would you like to pay? Cash card. Cash card. <laughs> okay. So the tattoos that I've selected to battle. Okay. Okay. So first up, burritos. Oh, is that how that's spelt? Yeah, I think so. Okay. The eye just looks funny. It does look funny. So it just says burr and itos. Wait, does burritos usually have an E? I don't know how to spell B-U-R-R-I-T-O. Yeah, I don't think there's any. Okay. Okay. All right, so backtracking. Apologies, guy on the internet with burritos, knuckle tattoos. Imagine how much you love burritos to get burrito knuckle tattoos. I can imagine loving a food stuff so much that you get it as a tattoo. Oh, my God. <laughs> she says walking around I with avocados on her legs. I don't have enough fingers to have, like, salted butter. Um, Salt burr. <laughs> burritos versus live fat die yum oh okay so we've got a little heart to fill in the space and is it a pizza a pizza and a donut to fill in the space on the other end live fat die yum i live mean fat, that's yum. a fucking great 
just general life slogan. It's a straight up motherfucking Simpsons donut too. Yeah. Like, no like the pink one. Yeah. yeah. So burritos versus live fat, die yum. Live fat, die yum. Obviously. So. <laughs> you're next. Oh, no. Oh, no. My next what? <laughs> uh, gentle listener. <laughs> you're next. But it should really be like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E next. But that's not what we're getting. Wait, does he have the E on his thumb? No. 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 Just where you are. Where yep. you are next. You're next. No regrets. <laughs> You're next. You're next. Versus don't work. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I like that as a philosophy as well. Don't work. Don't work. Yeah. Because I'm having to pick here for something that might end up on my flesh, right? <laughs> Imagine going to the job interview. <laughs> Don't work. I I have so much trouble getting hired now. (laughs) (laughs) Just wear gloves. That's true. Uh, I heart my life. Oh, that's really sweet. (laughs) I heart my life. I heart my life. Versus foie gras. Oh, Jesus. I think I heart my life. I heart my life. Has a level of like kind of sweetness to it sure that it seems inappropriate for knuckle tattoos i like it okay love tits <laughs> same <laughs> versus knuckles oh that is good <laughs> knuck calls knuck calls knuck calls knuckles i'm gonna go knuckles die alone oh die a Lone. Lone. Lone works by itself. Dire doesn't really. Versus pure pain, cash only. <laughs> oh, cash only is similar to my cash card. It sure is. Uh, pure pain, cash only. Pure cash, pain only. <laughs> Depends on which hand you're using. Mm. Uh, so that way... It's a double decker. That one can be read multiple ways. I like it. Yeah. Like a... Uh, you are RS. <laughs> There's a Facebook group called Honk Jesus Hong Kong Love You Hong Kong Jesus Hong Kong or something like that. What? I've never seen that. And it's all in all caps. And it's where someone has put Honk If You Love Jesus Hong Kong Hong Kong Hong on their car. But the way that they've laid out the wording, if you could read it, like it's poorly spaced. So it I'm looks like a- it says Honk Jesus Love Whatever. Anyway, die alone. Or pure pain cash only. I like pure pain cash only. Sweet. Though I don't actually want to get that one on my flesh. Fist fuck. Oh, whoa. Versus plan a ha- <laughs> That's so good. Plan, plan ahead. It is such a just millisecond of a joke, though, that you have on you for the rest of your life. I don't know how you feel about joke tattoos. I like joke tattoos, but I feel like... I feel like visual gags are better than... Yeah. But also, like, a knuckle tat is so is such a prominent one that it would get old so quickly. Because you would see it yourself all the time, too. Maybe... I can imagine that if it's very important to that person, like, plan ahead as a philosophy, like, as a core philosophy, then maybe. <laughs> anyway, plan ahead or... <laughs> 
fist fuck. Planner her is funnier. Yeah, I don't yep. like fist fuck. I mean, All it's right. direct and to the point. You'd also switch it over so it said fuck fist. Yeah, true. Wh- which one's the fuck fist though? <gasps> Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, read more. <laughs> All right. Don't tell me what to do, knuckles. Versus love hat. <laughs> They've just skipped a finger. Yeah. Love hat. I love hat too. <laughs> you get love lamp. You could get love lamp. That movie is old now. That reference is too old. No, no. Yeah, it's not cool anymore. Read more. Read more. I like the philosophy of read more. Yeah. And also the sweetness mixed with the knuckle tattoo element. I like that juxtaposition. So love hat out the window? Yeah. All right, there we go. So we could double back. Mm-hmm. Mmm, cake. <laughs> Versus read more. Oh. Um, mmm, cake. Mmm, cake. Planner, huh? <laughs> Versus pure pain cash only. How about Planner Her? Planner Her. Planner Her. Knuckles. <laughs> versus I Heart My Life. <laughs> oh no, I like both of them Knuckles, so much. I Heart My Life. The person with I Heart My Life really reminds me of that. Um, the person on Drag Race who does a lot of share impressions. Not detox. Chad. Chad. Chad Michaels. Chad Michaels, yep. Yeah. I can see that. Looks like Chad Michaels out of drag. Mm. I heart my life. I bet Chad Michaels does heart their life. I bet they do too. I heart my life. Go I heart my life. Even though I do very I much appreciate it. I heart my life over Knuckles. Oh, no. Oh, no. Knuckles. I really like Knuckles. Knuck. Klez. Knuckles. Let's go Knuckles. Knuckles. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. Yeah. Don't work. <laughs> Versus live fat die yum. Oh! Oh no! Pizza. Live fat, die yum is cuter. Let's go that one. It's true that it's cuter. And more applicable to my life. Knuckles versus plan a huh. Knuckles. Mmm, cake. (laughs) Versus knuckles. Knuckles. You know when you play a game of knuckles? Yeah. Knuckles is winning because it's also knuckles. True. Okay. It's knocking them out. Knuckles versus live fat, die yum. Live fat, die yum. <laughs> I'm sorry, Knuckles. And that's our winner. Maybe that person was just a really big fan of the Sonic franchise. Knuckles. Knuckles. Yeah, shit. I don't think so. No, the letters were green, not red. <laughs> <laughs> live fat, die yum. I guess that's my next tat, is it? Miles. Sonic. S-O-N-I-C. And then you can be Knuckles. Okay. Wait, was Miles somebody? I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Miles is like Tails' legal name. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name that I've committed to uh, memory. Right, okay. So there's Tails, Sonic, and Knuckles, but it's Miles. I guess you could have Sonic and Tails, and then you could have Knuckle. We're getting matching Knuckle tats, are we? All right. Yeah. I'll get Sonic and Tails, <laughs> and you get Knuckle. No, live fat, die yum. <laughs> All right. There's not well, too much of a gap. I don't want to tell you what to do either, but I don't know, like, you could maybe get a job first. I guess. I don't want to have. I don't want. I don't want to have to be the practical one. Right. 
don't work. Don't work. <laughs> I love don't work. Do you reckon they oh. had something on the other hand, don't something, work something, but you're only seeing the it's one hand? It's funny that the don't work was on one hand. Mm-hmm. Is that like the hand that you put out for people to kiss? <laughs> don't work. In that case, you want them to work. At kissing your hand? Yeah. Fucking work, bitch. Um, I don't work. All I do is get people to kiss my hand. <laughs> that sounds like work. Oh, my God. Don't work. Suck dick. Don't suck. Work dick. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> to be clear, I've never sucked any work dick. <laughs> Not with that attitude. I work in a pretty um, female-dominated area, number one. Some ladies have dicks. I'm just saying broadly, there's just not, like, a hell of a lot of dick around in my sector. No. Why did I go, ah? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank fuck for that. Dick is abundant and smelly. (laughs) Dick is abundant and low value. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily want to delve into the smells. Let's not let's not get matter. into uh, the must files. Um, <laughs> the musk files. The musk files. Okay. All right. Hyperlocal news. Hyperlocal news is how we're gonna. Do you want to go first? Should I go yeah. first? I got a little one. Okay. On way. Fish and chip shop around the corner opening up. Oh, very exciting. I walked past it before and I thought that it was like a COVID casualty. Oh, yeah. And was really upset that, you know, I'd moved house and I had a fisho within walking distance, but they'd been killed by COVID. Yeah. But they're opening up. Oh, okay. So I'm really excited about being able to walk to the fisho. Ah, that rules. Next time we record here, let's get minimum chips. Minimum chips. Minimum chips. Sweet. Done. All right, my turn. Um, yep. Super cheap auto in Nanda is moving. <laughs> Will you be okay? I think so. I don't know where they're moving to. I assume somewhere else nearby. Okay. All right. But they won't be where they have been for a very long time. Where have they been? In Nanda. In Nanda village? Oh, well, not really. Sort of near the Red Ruder. Oh, yeah. One time I was there with a friend. Yeah. And we found a stray cat with kittens. <gasps> and we saw the kittens. Oh, my God. Did the kittens look at you? Yes. <laughs> and then we gave them some chicken. Nice. Yeah. That's, uh, story. that's cute. Um, they're going to start doing life drawing once a week at Catchment in West End. Hell, yeah. So if you want to see a boob. Get on down. I always want to see a boob. <laughs> Free tits. <laughs> love tits. Love love tits. Love tits. You've got a big one? Yeah. My big one is last week there was a big storm that hit Brisbane. Yeah. And uh, there was a bit of rain in it, but it was mostly an electrical storm, or at least when it hit my suburb it was. Yeah. I think there was more heavy rain maybe down south, but... Big storm. Yeah. I have moved in with, moved back in with my parents uh-huh. recently, which is, I feel very shame and cringe and embarrassed about, but also 
It's a fucking pandemic. This is the perfect time for you to get knuckle tattoos. <laughs> when I live with my parents. Yeah. Because it'll piss them off the most. No job. Knuckle tattoos. Living with parents. Yeah. The dream. Tick, tick, tick. Boom. It can only go further down from there. <laughs> but, so I was at that house. Uh, my parents weren't there. I was there by myself. Uh-huh. And the storm was hitting and I reached out to touch a power switch, yes. the light switch, and then there was a huge boom and all the lights went out and I thought I'd done something. What did you do? <laughs> it wasn't me. It was you. It was lightning. Okay. And it was a huge... Like, it was so close, it scared the shit out of me. I felt it in my chest. Whoa. And my ears were ringing for quite a long time afterwards. It scared the crap out of the cat. <laughs> I, um, I recently went to, as a guest, to a wedding. Yeah. With someone who's horny for me. How unusual for you. <laughs> and we were driving along and... Rain was bucketing down and then lightning struck in the field next to us. Yeah. While I was driving. And it freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Like it was so bright and so loud. When it is really close, it is quite terrifying. I was like white knuckling while yeah. I was driving because it was like there was this moment before real thought where. It's pure like, instinct reaction? I'm. Are we dying? Yeah. 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 And um, they had to ask me like maybe three times across 10 minutes if I was okay to keep on driving. Yeah. Like to convince me that we should pull over. Yeah. Um, and that like it was too much and I wasn't able to continue driving. Mm. And it's still bucketing down. So then we had to try and change seats in my Mazda 2. <laughs> without getting out without of Without getting out of the car. Oh, God. And... Um, they're quite tall. Oh, no. <laughs> but so you that, did it? We did it. It was fun. Okay. Uh, anyway, back to your actual story. Oh, they're both actual stories. <laughs> um, yeah, so really loud. All lights went out. Um, and I had to – it had blown all the safety switches. Like I had to go to the power box and put all the stuff back on. And it hadn't gone out in the whole suburb. It had just gone out of our house. Yes. Suspicious. Uh, because it obviously hit very close to our house, if not our actual house. Like, I think there is a very tall tree behind the house, and uh-huh. though it doesn't seem to be split, and I went out looking for, like, a fire or something because yeah. it was so close that I couldn't sort of see anything. Um, maybe it hit that that really tall pine tree, but like we got one of those little secondary ones that hit the house or something. Yeah. But there's obviously some kind of electrical contact with the house because it blew uh, one of the electrical circuits in particular quite badly and we lost all the appliances that were on it. Oh, yeah, you sent me the picture where you can see the wire and then there's like the black scorch marks around it, right? Yeah, that was a, that was a power cord that had just kind wow. of like burst. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's like a metal louver thing like yeah. a steel louver thing that has a hole in it mm. uh it's like a doing t- it's a hole but it's a hole it's a small hole it's a, a hole. hole and there's all this kind of soot around them shit yeah bit scary that is scary and uh it blew up the tv no will your parents get a smart tv now 
Maybe. I hope so. <laughs> I have a dumb TV. Leslie. <laughs> um, so th- I didn't notice for a few days because I didn't really watch the TV. <laughs> the only thing I noticed is that the internet wasn't working. <laughs> of course that's what you noticed. It turns out like every electrical appliance in the house doesn't work and you didn't notice. I was just like, oh, the modem. <laughs> what is going on, Optus? But- oh, I also messaged a friend who lives out Oxley Way to ask if they had any hyperlocal news. Oh, yeah. And they said two blokes are walking around outside with their phones out, all dogs in the street going nuts. Oh, no. Including Cujo, the big roddy down the road. <laughs> Uh-oh. Also, did it sounds I... like Cujo's on it. Yeah. Whatever suspicious thing Don't they're doing. Cujo's taking care of the situation. Yeah. Had I told you about deers out in Belbowry? I know that that's a thing. Um, so, there's a deer update. Uh Uh-oh. A dude hit a deer (gasps) on Moggle Road this week. Oh, no. Um, with his car, accidentally, not with his fist, (laughs) on purpose. And the deer had to be euthanized with a police officer's service weapon. Oh, bugger. Speculation is that the deer was being chased by dogs. Oh, fuck. But that is speculation based on a similar incident in the same spot last year. I gather, like, there are a few places, you know, where there are wild deer. Mm. Um, They're not native to Australia. They're, like, an imported thing. So there is some issues with their hooves not being good for the ground. Yeah, Mm. so they can do a lot of, like, crushing of the vegetation. So it's not great to have them around. But, you know... It's so, an awful way to die. So apparently the thread devolved quickly into recipes for venison again. <laughs> okay. Which seems to be a typical Bell Bowery response mm-hmm. to posts about the deer. How many um, people in Bell Bowery are eating roadkill? I'm not sure it's serious. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Yeah. Because it's quite a, a, a fancy area. There is somebody out in Bell Bowery who has, like, a ute and had a Trump flag up on their fence. The driver is fine, though the front end of their car is not. That's what I've got. That's it for me. Cool. Super Tube Auto is moving, and also Lightning blew up the TV. Important. And we weren't even watching Q&A. You weren't watching anything because your parents were away, so nobody had turned on the TV. Yeah. You were just doom-scrolling. Pretty much. You're going to run out of data. What a miserable existence I lead. <laughs> I fucking love doom-scrolling. People bag it. I'm like, no. Oh, no, I love it. I know it's not good, though. A little bit of dissociation is a treat. Ah, uh, so that brings us to the end of the episode. Cool. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a fortnight with a new episode, assuming I am not still having a breakdown about moving house. Uh-huh. Uh, our Instagram is at Online Mall Patrol, and our website is onlinemallpatrol.com, and that's got show notes and pictures and links and references and sources and all the stuff that I can put for each episode. You should go on Gentle Listener and use the Knuckle Tattoo Generator. Yeah. And then get that knuckle tattoo and send us a picture of that. (laughs) Hell yeah. Or if you already have knuckle tats, send us pictures of that. Yeah. Or third option, if you have a knuckle tat party like I did where you, everyone gives each other knuckle tat, like with a pen, show me the best ideas. 
Okay, peen. Okay, peen. <laughs> okay, peen? <laughs> peen okay? Peen okay? Peen okay? Really depends on the tone you deliver that. Yeah. Peen okay. Mm, peen. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.